Samach Pays, number 62. Yesterday was 61. We'll do a review of yesterday's Dabkin. Today's, we have in mind. Our learning should be a refuah shleima, should be as close for a refuah shleima for Michal Aviva Bas Yehudis, Hafas Bas Ranya, Amy Bas Tvora, Moshe Ben Hefza, and. Whoever has And, yeah, no, Shalom Yosef Ben Rifkatema. Okay. And anyone else? Okay. 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 All right, so let's get started on the review. What we started off, we um, the question was raised: What if a person uses the word yom? Because uh, we saw in the Mishnah a contrast between hayom. Hayom means today. Today is over at the nighttime. Yom echad means one day. One day means a twenty-four hour period. What if he says yom? Yom means well, it could go either way. It could mean today. Could mean twenty-four hours. So which one does it mean? So first raya that we tried bringing was because it says that somebody makes a, a vow and it says that if there is an ibor, if there is an extra month in the year because they add an extra ador, so then the uh, extra month is is an extra month that he can't drink wine. Um, now if it says hashana as stated, so that's too obvious. So obviously he didn't really say hashana, he just said shana. And if shana is the same as Hashana, so Yom is the same as Hayom. That's the logic. So Gemara says, no, maybe the case is where he said Hashana. And uh, you might think that he meant it as if, it, you know, for as most years. He didn't expect that there would be an extra month in that year. And uh, therefore, Kamashman, that doesn't matter if that year happens to be a Niebuhr year that has an extra month, has that second Adar, Adosheni, so then it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be also that extra month. Okay, so we try. So we left off with the question, and as I mentioned yesterday, the Ron says whenever you have a question like this in Dine Nedarim, you got to take the Chumrah, the stringent stance, which is that Yom is possibly Kiyom Echad, and therefore you're going to have to be also for 24 hours. Next case, the Shiloh was, is that a person says, Yain Chani Toim for Yovel. Well, where does the 50th year fit in? Is the oval from the next cycle? Is the oval from the old cycle? That's the question. Obviously, it's a quite a long vow. Um, but uh, that's the question. Um, so we thought we brought a nice raya from a machlokis between Rabiud and the Rabbanon. Because the, uh, according to the Rabbanon, they read the Pasuk, Kiddash Te Meshnas HaChamishim Shana. Rabbi, can I stop you in the middle? Yes. I just got fantastic news. I just got a great-grandson. Mazel tov. Beautiful. A great-grandson. Oh, does that... Uh, wait. Great-grandson. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. A lot of mazel. I hope everyone is well. And, uh... The bridge should be... Okay. Papa, it's for definitely... Saba, Saba, Whatever you call it. Super Saba. Super Saba. Okay. <laughs> good news, good news, good news. Okay. Last day Hanukkah, nice. Okay. Anyway, so um, the question is uh, what about Yoival? Which way does Yoival go? So we said it's a Machalikas, possibly between Rabbi Yud and the Rabbanan. Pasuk says, So the Rachacham see that Pasuk is saying that the 50th year is not the 51st year, meaning it's not the first year of the next 50 year cycle. And therefore, it's the, it's like a separation. 
uh, basically, uh, you know, there's 49 years, then there's the 50th year. The next year is when it starts the new cycle again, and that'll be year number one in the next 50-year cycle. That's Shitas Chachamim. Shitas reviewed this. That's not true. The 50th year, it's, every, it's always a seven-year cycle. It, never, it doesn't add on a year. The 50th year is the first of the next one. So, um, and we're thinking that maybe that's exactly the Machlok, is according to Rabbi Yehuda, the 50th year is really, the, <coughs> is really to the next cycle. It's not part of this Yoival. And according to the Chachamim, it is part of this Yoival. That's the Machlokas. So the Gemara says, discusses this Machlokas a little more in depth. The Chachamim said, according to your Rabbi Yehuda, um, that, uh, uh, you know, how, how can it be? It says in the Pesach, you get six years to plan. When it's uh, the year of the Yoival, when it's the right after the Yoival, so then your first year was Yoival. Uh, Jubilee year is treated the same as Shemitah. You're not allowed to work the land, not allowed to do anything. So uh, so you only had five years to plan that year. So uh, what's gonna, you know, it doesn't fit into the text. And he said, well, according to you also, everybody is going to have to admit that uh, it says that uh, you know, the, the sixth year would always be a bumper crop. It's going to last for three years, for the sixth, for the seventh, and for the eighth, till you're finally able to harvest or the, what, what you planted in the eighth. Now, wait a second, but if it's after a Yovel, it's by Yovel, it's going to need to, be, need to last for four years because it's the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, which is the oval year, and then the ninth year is, these, uh, is your first year that you're first going to be able to plant. Okay, so, uh, um, and uh, and we don't say, so, so Elamai, what do you say? That it's talking about most years. Most years it needs to produce only for three. Most Shemitah cycles. So too, the same thing. Most Shemitah cycles, you'll have six years within which to plant. So I don't see that as a very big question. And that was the end of that discussion. Took us to the next this next piece, which was Ada Pesach, and then we said, what does it mean, Ad Penea Pesach? So we saw Machlokas in the Mishnah, Rameir said that Ad Penea Pesach means um, only up until, not including Pesach. And according to, according to Reb Yossi, it means to include Pesach. Okay? So what is the seemingly, what they're arguing? According to Rameir, a person is not willing to put himself in Suffolk. When he says Ad Penea, which could mean either way, it means to, we, we don't assume that he, we take it, we don't take it, we say he's not putting himself in doubtful circumstances, and he doesn't mean to include the doubt. And Rabbi is saying that a person does mean to include the doubt. Problem is, is that they're contradicting themselves with another halacha that they have. Talking about a person who um, come, has two sets of wives, um, and uh, each wife has two daughters, okay, an older, younger. Okay, and um, so he comes home. He was. Uh, he said, "Good news! I married off the older daughter." Okay, it's like, well, which older daughter? There's the oldest. That's the older of the older set. There's the uh, there's the the oldest of the younger set. Uh, it's also the older daughter. And then there's the old the younger of the older set. That's older than the younger than the older of the younger set. So that's also an older. So which older do you mean? He says, "I'm not sure." Look, it was a you know it was a late night. I don't remember. That's a big problem. Okay, so what's Allah? Huh? Okay, don't ask how did this story happen. He went to the bar and whenever he had something to drink, and the father has the right to marry off his daughters. I have no idea how it happened, but that's how it happened. Okay. According to Rabbi Meir, they're all potentially married, and therefore you can each going to need a get from that guy. At least he knows who the guy is. Okay, 
at least he knows who the guy is. But, uh, you know, so they're all going to need a get, and you start over from scratch. I mean, how does it work? I mean, he's going to have to try a new, new husband because you can't marry. The, even if you divorce the sister, you can't marry the sister again. So you're going to need a new husband also. Okay, but whatever. Forget about how messed up the case is. But the point being is, three of these daughters are potentially uh, uh, an issue. The youngest one, the Ketanos and Ketanos, that for sure is not the one who was included. That's Shitas Rameir. Um, and uh, Rabiosi says, no, they're all mutter. And when he says older, he means the older of the older, which is the oldest one, and that's all he meant. And there's no suffix over here, and they could live happily ever after, okay? If they choose to, okay? It's uh, obviously, it's always a choice, okay? But the point being is, that's the, that's the idea. So, um, who's going and willing to put himself in Suffolk? Rameir. And Rabiosi is not assuming the Suffolk. So, it's, they're switching opinions. So, the Gemara says, you know what? You're right. That's the real way. That's the correct order. Our Mishnah has it backwards. It flipped the opinions. And the proof is, because there's a Brisa that brings down Armach Lokas, and it says, um, any time that it's... Uh, 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 this brings down the rules that cloud kolshes and you say ad penei. Um, Rameir says it means to include, and Rabbi Yossi says it only means up until. So they switch there. In the Bryce, it's the other way around, and we have the stira makes that that's the we'll assume that's the correct way and not this way, and that was the end of that. It happens to be that in Psakalacha it's interesting because this is our Gemara's conclusion. But uh, th- there's another Gemara that discusses this um, and, uh, and has the opposite conclusion that, that, that basically Rabiosi is the other way around. Normally, when you have a Maklokas or Mayor Rabiosi, Pascal and Rabiosi, the question is which Rabiosi? So is the Rabiosi of the switch the right Rabiosi or is the other Rabiosi the right the Rabiosi? So it's a Maklokas Poskim. Anyway, uh, so uh, the Ran holds that we pass like this Gemara's conclusion because this is the Mesechta of Nadarim. So if you want to know halacha in the Durham, this is more authentic or more authoritative than the than the than the conclusion in a different Gemara that that you know answers the steer differently anyway. So that's the story. Probably just a quick question. Yeah. So the Baraisa is adjusting the opinion that was set out in the Mishnah. Exactly right. The Gemara in Kedushin asks the same question, gives a totally different answer. Says you don't have to switch everything, um, and he just uh, gives a different answer. But the point being is, right? That's the Brisa is correcting our version of the Mishnah, even though normally we assume the Mishnah is more authentic. Yes, but we're only doing that from the power of the contradiction. It's anyway contradictory. It's because we have another Mishnah that contradicts us. So because it's a contradiction, contradiction to another Mishnah, right. and, and there's another version, so we say, okay, our Mishnah must have gotten it wrong. Okay. okay. Brings us, yeah. Is it yeah. the issue of about Yovel year? Is it a separate year, or is it part of the Separate. Cycle? It's yeah. That's a big Machlokas. What do you mean? I don't think it's, I don't know, I, I, I honestly don't know what they did, you know, like, uh, Usually we pass like the Chacham, so I think we assume the... Uh, today it's separate. We assume the placeholders. Today? Today we don't even I have mean, it. I'm saying, but... No, it makes it much more complicated, much more difficult to find what year it is in, uh, you know, because like uh, Yovels, if they don't take up any space, when we only are able yeah, to no, satisfy I mean. Yovel. We only keep Yovels when Rov Klausrael were in Eretz Yisrael. So there's a lot of years that we didn't have a Yovel. They didn't count the Yovel. Um, so... Um, but so then, therefore, you could lose track. It, yeah, but does the, is there a placeholder for the Yovel? Like, it's not Yovel, but it's not the first of the new cycle. 
You know what I'm saying? So like it, it gets more year, complicated. If you always say that it's 50, the same, yeah. right? It has to take up the space, or doesn't it? Right. That's that's where it gets a little complicated. It's much easier to go with review this version because then it's cleaner. We always know what year of the shemitah it is because it never changes. Um, it's it's the you know it's every seven years and that's it and it keeps going. Uh, the oval doesn't take up any space, so uh, it's just easy. It's easier to keep track. But the ovals, they only have it was dependent on other other factors. So again, so then it's harder to know what Yovel we're in or whatever. It's not just automatic. So if Yovel was an extra year and you're not keeping Yovel because you're not in Israel, do you still you still placeholder? No, you don't. No, that's you the don't. thing. You that's don't. the thing. In essence, we, yeah, we call it a computer. So that would be like the first year of the next... Uh, yeah, the first year of the next year, Smith's cycle, exactly. So yeah, I surely yeah, hope yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But we'll figure out a solution. Yeah, we don't have. I don't know if we have a, a like a straight up answer, like who you know who we pass it like. Anyway, don't they uh, didn't they uh, have a ability to keep which years which when they calculated that, that uh, we were exiled for seventy years? Yeah, right. So they counted that's how many shemitas, and I think mm-hmm. did they count Yovlin there or, or not? So no, that so that's a, the, right. The, right, that's a good question. They discuss it over there as well. I remember the Gemara that talks about this machlokas. Obviously, this is not the main place of that of that machlokas. We brought it there. It was um, where's this piece, babes? Um, one second. Um, here, yeah, I don't know where. It, whatever. There's another. This whole this whole piece here, Olive. Um, to find where it is, but this this is a Gemara. This whole piece is a Gemara somewhere else. Here, Aleph. It's Russia Gemara, Rosh Hashanah, Gemara Nerechin, um, and that's where that's where the main focus is. Okay, all right. Brings us to the new Mishnah, uh, um, which is the when person says that the Katsir and the Batsir, the harvesting of the, uh, will define harvesting what it means. The harvest, the, the the harvest of wheat, the harvest of the grapes, the harvest of the olives. Um, so then, it always means only until. And the basic rule is, is that um, we even if, no matter what terminology that you're using, that might imply that it means the duration of as well. That's only when that duration is a known dura- duration. That's the general rule. Um, uh, and therefore, it makes a difference. Uh, if it is a known duration, and he used the terminology that might imply the during as well, so then... He means to include the during, but if it's something that's not zmanukavua, like a harvest, or you know, which which can span any number of days, it depends how long it takes you to do. You know, it depends. There's outside factors. It's not like an automatic. So then, since he won't know what he's getting himself into, he most likely, even if he used the wording that sounds like it's during the duration, is also prohibited. He doesn't mean to include himself. Even if he says or it always means only that's the idea. Now, um, unless, of course, there's no other way to interpret it until after we finish, then it's only after we finish. That's, that's like... Uh, it's just that if there's a little, you know, more than one way to look at it, we'll assume because the person doesn't want to include himself in a questionable period of time that he won't even know what he's taking on. So, therefore, if we take it, the interpretation to mean only up until and not including. Kayetz is the time of the harvest of the, uh, of the figs, and we said until the kayetz means 
um, with the beginning of the fig harvesting season. Um, but if he says, that's when they put their, put their uh, tools away that they used to press the, the figs with. Okay? There was like a whole system that they pressed their figs. Um, so they had a special, it's like a knife. I don't know exactly what it was. It's not in the plucking, as we saw in the Gemara, but it's in the pressing part. They would, uh, they would um, uh, that's the story. Okay. Um, there's that. Okay, anyway, so the Gemara brings down um, the, the, that the Kalkala that we're referring to over here is uh, the, the figs and not grapes. And then we saw uh, the Brisa, um, that's the Tanakam's opinion, it only means figs. And Rashim Gamliel says it means grapes. And the Machlokas is based on how they are harvested. So figs are always harvested by hand. You pull a fig off a tree, grip the fig, pull it off, and it comes off with a little tiny little stem. And that's, uh, that's the best way to do it. You don't need any knife to cut it. As opposed to grapes, the vine is a little stronger. You not pull it. It's not going to be good. You need a knife. So it's a different system. So the word kolkala, uh, the word, the word kolkala doesn't connote grapes. The opinion of Rav is, is that when the late in the season, when the vines are already dried out, and that's when you're taking off the grapes. So then, look, I don't know enough about it, but I guess there's a reason why he left the grapes out. I guess it, the more sunshine, they might be sweeter grapes. That's what you want. So then, but the vine at that point is already pretty dried out. So then you could just break it off, um, and uh, that's the difference. Ice okay. wine, you could make ice wine if it's. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the story, and stop our.